And welcome to another episode of Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. This is episode 40. We are here in Soundproof Studios early in the morning. G, you owe me $10. In context to that, welcome to episode 40 of Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. Geraldi, uh, last night, who is, the, up. who is the partner of Soundproof Studios with me, he said to you that, well, to me, he said, you wouldn't make it here at six in the morning, which is when we are recording right now. Yeah. So 6 a.m. So Haido <laughs> uh, and I were not able to uh, get together uh, this week to record the podcast at all. And we just said, hey, let's do it in the morning. Let's just crank it out and so that we can have it for you guys on Tuesday. So this is actually the first episode we will be recording and publishing the next day. Mm, maybe because it comes out today. Yeah. But we've done that before. Have we? Yeah, I because think about recall. it. We, we've we spent like Monday nights at the studio one time and the episode had to be out the next day. But it would still be Monday. What I'm no, saying but is... I'm it, saying it, it, it would trickle into 12 a.m., 1 a.m. Remember the days we used to get out the studio? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. We would get out in the morning and stuff like that. Yeah. No, this is, this is officially cutting it completely close. Yes. Because I would have time to like Edit, edit and night, sit down and you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But this time, mm-hmm. it literally probably has to go up in a few minutes because uh-huh. we usually do a 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time post. Well, let's hope that we can do this with as little editing as possible yeah. and we can just get it out for you guys, the fans. Um, man, it has been a crazy weekend. It's been a crazy week. Um, Heidel, how, how's, talk, tell us about your week. Tell us about the craziness. Yeah, it's, it has been a crazy week. It, it's been one of those weeks that I think would example of a audio engineer slash producer slash like living at the studio. I've just been in and out of the studio this whole week. I had a cra- even crazier weekend. I-, I barely slept this weekend. Um, you haven't slept now. I haven't slept now. Yes, I did break night, but that's nothing, you know, out of the ordinary. I usually do. It is not. Um, but I do have my phone ringing. No. Nah. Um, but it, it is something that I am like tired of. You know, I I, I was doing a gig uh, Saturday night, and it was it was great. You know, honestly, I had a lot of fun. But um, it's just tiring because I had to be at church with the same equipment, and had to take it to church at like one a.m. and set it up. But I still had to be there at nine because I I had the key to open up the church, so they were waiting on me pretty much. Oh, so it was um yeah, it wasn't that good. You know, wasn't that good. So, um, I I had like a few moments where I was just like, all right, you know what? I'm going to lay down and rest. And I did, but I couldn't go to sleep. It's just mm. too much in my mind. Lots going on. So, uh, yeah, just a lot on my mind. And uh, I think that we, you know, just so many different levels of things happening in my head where, you know, clients have due dates with things. I do so many podcasts now, so I don't even, I've lost track of how many I do now and just editing them. Like last night I was, I was stuck editing as well. Um, and I figured I was like, you know what, let me just go all throughout the the night to edit these things. So, but nonetheless, we are here and it's been great. Um, for those of you, uh, listening, I have a new mic, the Shure SM7B, which is like, the podcast. You mic. are you are proud of this moment, this achievement. Yes, I I am. I love this mic. I have to still figure out some things on how to tweak it and make it sound right. Um, but this is the mic of all mics. This is uh this is a great mic. So I thank my friend Dell who uh who just said here you, here you go Soundproof Studios. Awesome donation. As as you guys know, we we go off the generosity of others, which is why we would uh. Encourage you to support us on Patreon. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, How's your week been? Man, uh, it has been crazy. I have not had a single day off. So I now work. My work schedule is now Tuesday to Saturday. Uh, and that's that's been quite an adjustment for me to make since I was used to the Monday through Friday schedule, having the yeah. weekends off. Uh, but yeah, so now that's my schedule. And then... Uh, on top of that, I did start my uh, my ER rotation, which um, was 
on Sunday to Monday. It was the first time, right? First time doing it. Yep. Uh, so I began at 8 p.m. and I had to go all the way until 8 a.m. Yeah, that's nuts. But 12 mind, hours. Yeah, but mind you, prior to this, I you know I went to church. I I did what I had to do, um, and I tried to come back home and and rest up a little bit, uh, and just to head out and go out that entire time. So it it's crazy. And then now we're here this early, and then I've got to go to work yeah. at nine. It's no rest for you, man. No rest for, for, for both of us, apparently. You've had restless nights, and I've had just one event after the other. I've yeah. been house-sitting my, my friend's uh, apartment for some time with uh, taking care of his dog. I don't know if you guys know this, but I actually uh, enjoy training dogs. It's something of a hobby of mine. Uh, and uh, so I've been taking care of the dog, taking care of the house. Uh, it's, it's, it's a bit of a change for me because I didn't have a dog. Um, so I didn't have to worry about feeding him and walking him and cleaning after him. And, uh, so it's, it's been quite an experience, but the beauty of it is I've had an apartment to myself, able to study away from distractions. I left the Xbox at my, at my house. That's good. Yeah. Just for the sake of not being distracted. Um, and I've got a lot of work done, man. I, my test is in August and, and there's just so much to cover and I really want to pass. But my experience in the ER was something, it was amazing, man. I enjoyed every bit of it. I was, uh, mainly taking vitals, um, and just, you know, cleaning up after patients in the, in the sense that I would desanitize the bed and just put a new cover on it. But just being in the area was so uplifting and I enjoyed it. That's good. So, I mean, I, I, this is something I want to do. That's very good. Yeah, that's really, that's really well put because, I mean, when you told me you were doing your rotation 8, 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., I mean, that's, that's tough. You know, that has to be something that, you know, you will probably not do for anything else, you know. Um, so it's, it's good to see you like, man, I, although it's hard work and I can only imagine how tough it must feel, I know that you ultimately want to reach this goal at the end of this program and, and actually get something. Uh, a BJJ friend of mine who actually trains with me, he's an EMT and he was telling me how he had to go through those rigorous things. Uh, he was asking me, um, you know, well, which company he went to and I couldn't answer that, but um, he was just pretty much saying how he had to go through all those like rotations, like from hospital to hospital, going through that. So uh, yeah, man, I commend you for that because it's, it's no easy work just alone doing 12 hour shifts for something that you really don't care about, you know, but, uh, I commend you because I know you do care about this and I know you want to win, but you know, there's no pay in, involved in this. I can imagine. No, you know? no, there's no so, pay for these rotations. So, and that's, that's the hard part right there. So, um, well, yeah. I mean, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, I wish this was my job. Yeah. And, um, we're in a lab coat. I, I well, you know, it was one of those, they, the lab coat. They it was one that they gave me. It was one of one of those disposable ones. It wasn't a permanent one. Yeah. But it it felt nice to be able to um, to just be around these patients and to genuinely care for them. Uh, all in all, I ask for your guys' prayers and advice at under the cardboard box at gmail dot com. Um, we've got a show today, man. It's the thirtieth yeah. anniversary of Metal Gear. Thirtieth anniversary of Metal Gear, the first one to ever come out on the MSX2, 1987, which is as old as our friend Angel. Yeah. Angel was born in April, 1987. So he's dirty and it's as old as him. And age hasn't slowed him down. No, not one bit because he still looks, looks like he's in high school. So, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, you know, we, we did a Twitch stream, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, and that was fun. That was really fun. Mm -hmm. Uh a few of you guys joined. We had a few few people join, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, 30th anniversary. We're going to talk a few about things that uh, make us happy in Metal Gear. And the last, let's reflect on the last times that we, uh, we you know. Memories. We're going yeah. gonna, to gonna talk memories. We're going to talk um, uh, the majority of MGS games. We're going to really give a tribute uh, to them today. We're also going to uh, talk about news, latest news coming out. Uh, and uh, UCBP news. Uh, but hey, man, we're here. Let's bank it out. You ready for a show? Let's start the show. The CB News. We've got more news than usual. Three that's, pieces of news, actually. Yeah, that's a good thing. 
so, I mean, let's dive right into it. Let's let you know. If you guys are interested in knowing where we get our news, it's uh, MetalGearInformer.com. They're pretty reliable guys, pretty cool guys. They actually run some polls, I believe, uh, periodically, weekly, maybe. Uh, speaking of which, we also ran a poll. But let's get to the first set of news. So these are the number of nuclear warheads in MGS-5. Um, and it was updated July 14th. So I'm looking at these numbers here, and it seems that uh, nukes are actually going up in the majority of consoles rather than going down. So PS4 is currently at 1802. Uh, PS3 is at 853. Xbox One is at 150. Xbox 360 is at 324. And Steam is at 8,864. It seems like Steam is like... Staking the boat there. Really just stepping all over these guys. Um, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Only PS4 and Xbox One have gone down. Yeah. Well, uh, it looks like... Uh, X- I know Xbox One for sure has the less population of players. I know that's the, la- the least. And then Xbox 360 and PS3 have the most. Um, I'm pretty sure PS3 and PS4 lead the pack in how many Metal Gear solid five copies are uh they lead that pack for sure yeah i I believe we spoke about it before because of the mods yeah yeah things you're able to do actually believe it or not uh through the week there was a youtube uh there was a a youtube video i was watching it was a metal gear solid five real mod i saw that yeah i did see that too yeah and it was pretty it, it was a pretty interesting concept i believe a lot of the dialogue they got because they have they have um venom snake speaking like little snippets throughout the entire thing mm-hmm. um, and like radio conversations throughout the entire thing. I believe they got a lot of their um, their cuts from Keither Sullivan in his show or movies <laughs> rather than yeah. the actual game because as you know, Venom is not much of a talker. Nope. So it was pretty interesting to see what they added. They take away the HUD. Um, they take away the... Um, yeah, so you don't see anything. It's 60 frames per second. They heighten the soldiers' attention in terms of hearing and sight, and uh, they lower down both of their health, both Snake and the uh, soldiers' health, to 1%. Yep. Pretty realistic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also also saw another one where David Hayter uh, takes up some of the lines as well. Um, So they they like just pretty much dubbed um, the, the lines that. Keith That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and they added little details to it. Like when you're running for a long time, you'll start to hear his heartbeat and stuff like that. Uh, and when he slows down, you just hear his heart um, continue to beat and then slowly it'll stop. Yeah. Like it'll go away. It's pretty cool. So, yeah. So check it out, guys. That's one of the, the, the crazy mods you can actually put on PC. There's a lot of mods, but I guess we'll save that for another conversation. Um, and as far as it goes, next piece of news, Metal Gear Solid coming to first four figures. Um, so first four figures, a company making high end collectible figures. So figurines, um, has announced that they will be working with Konami to release new metal gear, solid collectibles. Check out the announcement below is what the article says. Uh, it is truly an honor to now be working with Konami to bring you metal gear, solid collectibles. Make sure you join our F four F official collectible club to see all the the behind-the-scenes development process. Please help to share out this news. Much appreciated. And they've even got a video. So there's no images in what the figurines will look like. I expect good things from companies such as this, especially with the tech we have now, like 3D tech and stuff like that. Uh, Would you be buying any of these figurines? Um, Probably not. I'm not really much of a collector of the figurines. Uh, aspect of Metal Gear. I, I like more of the games and, you know, having the games. Right. So, no, probably not. But if Konami wants to send one, sure. We will put it right here. We will. Um, In front where we have the three games and the and the hand. There. Yep. So, we'll definitely do that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Konami, if you're listening, um, we'd love some figurines. So, again, and then the last piece of Metal Gear news we said it during the uh, introduction. Metal Gear turns 30 today. That's right. Look at that, man. July 13th, 1987. The first game in the series was released 
in Japan for the MSX2. It has been, it's crazy, man. It has been 30 years. Yeah. That this game has like released, has been released. You would never think anything of it from the first Nintendo one. Um, yeah, not many games survive 30 years. Yeah. Let me tell you that. Uh, and uh, just, a, just a little uh, quick note. In the first game, right? When you go past the first guard who falls asleep, um, he says, I feel asleep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He doesn't say, I point. feel sleepy. Yeah, he I'm says, glad they kept that. In, I feel asleep. <laughs> uh, I'm glad they kept that in part three, subsistence. Uh-huh. I, I'm glad they, they uh, cut that. Yeah, which part was that? Because, uh, you know, it was released with Metal Gear Solid 3 subsistence. Oh, oh you mean, okay, in the in yeah. the actual game. I thought you meant like an Easter egg. Yeah, no, I no. feel as, they didn't yeah. even correct it. They didn't even correct it. They were they just like, just you know said, what? Screw it. Whatever. It you know, it was like it probably was a complete dub from the Japanese version, and that's why sub. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? But other than that, happy birthday, Metal Gear. Now onto UCBP news. So we uh, are growing on Twitter. That's right. You can follow us at UCB Podcast. Uh, and currently, right now, we're at 339 followers, which is awesome. We can grow some more, though. UCBP is uh, vacant, and there are more spaces. That's right. We also ran a poll, and I asked, we asked at UCB Podcast, which Metal Gear Online was your favorite? This one surprised me. Really? Yeah. I wasn't, actually. After seeing some of the gameplay, I can understand why. Okay. Um, and, I'll, and I'll say it after I... I I say the results. So the first MGO, um, MGO2 and MGO3. I didn't add the the uh, portables. So we've got a few votes. We got 70 votes. And believe it or not, MGO2 won this vote. Yeah. At 77%. And the first MGO only got 6%. And the current MGO only has 17%. Yeah, I was I was surprised by that, to be honest. Um, but then I started thinking, like, maybe, you know, not many gamers had access to online back in the day. So probably didn't get to play this. And I'm pretty sure there was a lot of younger players who probably weren't, like, of age to play or probably didn't have a PlayStation 2 or were just too young to play PlayStation 2. You know, we're just getting a little old. So I dare say, you know? I dare say, MG, after looking at some videos for MGO2, I dare say I can see what the craziness of it was. The craziness of it was because the thing is, is that MGO two from MGS four, it actually refined everything about part one and made it better. Yeah, MGS five is complete. It's a completely different multiplayer. Yeah, and it's also made by like a different team. You know, so like the the one that made MGO two is the same team that made MGS MGO one, right? You know, but MGO three is like a completely new American team, so they were really focused on starting a new plateau. For well, this. of course, and they had to add, they had to, um, they had to match the gameplay of the actual campaign game, right? right. Um, not to say that we don't like M- the current MGO, we love it, uh, but I can completely see the lore because I mean, it was just. It had City Under Siege. It had the old stages that you loved. Yeah. And it was just more refined and more, you know, just a lot of fun. We, I was watching the videos and just, I was, I was actually laughing because of all the stuff that you can actually do and how action-packed it can be. So, I mean, we get it. Uh, we'll, we'll put more polls up at UCB Podcast. Uh, guys, our GMP is low. We need your support. Help us uh, through Patreon. We have two tiers. One for a dollar, one for five dollars. Um, but uh, only through you can we make this mother base grow. Other than that, man, uh, there's no more news in terms of UCBP and Metal Gear. But again, you can catch all of this at MetalGearInformer.com where we get all our Metal Gear news. The Codec Conversation. 30 years. It's been 30 years now. And we're not even mad. It came out before our time. Yeah, we weren't even born, man. Angel was. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was, yeah. But Angel he wasn't was. old enough to play it. <laughs> well, what? No, no, he, he just came out pretty much. Yeah, can't play as a baby. 
Wait. Or can you? Wait, wait, wait. He came out before the game, actually. Yeah, he did. You said his birthday was in April. Yeah. My goodness. Angel, you are old. Yeah, man. He's old. But you know who else is stupid? Old, stupid. That's... I don't know, but Steven Cruz. Oh my why? It is too early for this. We didn't mention him. I didn't uh, want to mention him again. We didn't Stop. mention him last time. So we uh we don't like you, Steven Cruz. You had to wait 21 minutes in order for you to hear that. I but hope he's not listening. You know what's crazy is that he does. And he listens to the whole thing. His wife tells me how many times he listens to our episodes. And like she says that he listens to it constantly and to completion. Hate that guy. Don't be Steve. Don't listen to our show. You know what's crazy is that he wasn't even subscribed to our episodes. Are you kidding? He was just going on he, Potoma- just he would just going. log into Potomatic.com right. and go through it. And he's like, I don't, I don't even know. And I had to literally go on his phone and subscribe to you my pull, own podcast. You pulled, you pulled, I pulled an Arnaldo. Nice. Yeah. yeah. He nice. subscribed to us on YouTube. Just he okay. didn't subscribe to us. So that's podcast. just one more number. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube at under the cardboard box at gmail.com. We're making a few di- we're making a few changes here. Yeah, if you notice our, if you're watching right now, we only have the coded conversation up. We noticed that, uh, you know, shorter videos are good. Yeah. You know, why not? It seems like a lot of us only have attention spans for, you know, two minutes, maybe. Maybe I'm, that's too much. Or 56 seconds, how <laughs> we see in the YouTube activity. Do you see those? Do you see the analytics? I, I do. I do. I, I, I look at the analytics and I'm just like. I mean, are, are we that bad at first impressions? <laughs> yeah. Let us know what under the cardboard box at gmail.com. But we're digressing all over the place. Right. Like that Twitter follower or commenter of us said. Uh-huh. Right? Was it on Twitter? I, I don't know. I don't know what which one. He oh, said, oh, yeah. That we're yeah. completely, completely sidetracked. Uh, well, I we, think it was just last episode. Last episode. Yeah, yeah. It was. Just, well, I mean, yeah. He said it was just that episode was painful to get through. Um, that were way too sidetracked. And of course, Mel was in the studio when we were doing this. So you know how you know Mel that he, episodes go. That's two for two now. Yeah. Every time Mel is in the studio, uh, things go bad. Uh, we love you, Mel. But I don't know. There's something radiating from you that makes people just hate our show. Um, that's right. <laughs> but we would have you in the studio anytime. Just not here anymore. Thank you. Have a nice day. But there were some good comments, man. There were there were some that that really um, touched my heart, man. All right, let's hear them. Uh, well, I'm trying to get to it, and we've completely have gone away from the actual uh, codec conversation. Codec conversation. But that's all right because that's what we do. We are we are just a podcast, and we love going off the rails. Why? Because we love doing our thing, you know. And you know, some of you may not like it. Some of you may, and that's all right. We're not, we can't please everyone or not, though. Just know that we just, we can't please anyone, man. We can't, we can't, we can't. We can't. And so we appreciate the people that are actually here and are listening and you enjoy our show. Please uh, let us know at under the cardboard box at gmail.com that's what right. you think of our episode. Uh, I'm going to, I'm attempting right now to find that comment because it was just like, wow. Um, and I think I did. I think I got it. I think, and here we go. Here we I go. got it. There it is. Um, hey, guys. This is this is um Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? All, All right. right. I believe his name is uh John and Perry on YouTube. Uh so it says, Hey guys, news of the podcast here. Uh a few episodes back in parentheses. I found you guys on Google Play and subscribed to you guys. Good thing we put it up, right? Mm-hmm. We're also available on Google Play. Um not sure if you guys are aware about that, but I am an avid MGS fan. It is my favorite game of all time. Just wanted to say thank you for keeping me company on my commute to work for two hours and back home. This is a fun podcast to listen to. That was awesome. Yeah. You know, and what's what's funny is that when I first started listening to podcasts, it was because I took this long road trip. Uh, I think it was to to Boston and I never really listened to podcasts back in the day. I, it was always music, you know? Um, but I was always watching IGN videos and I was just like, man, I don't really have time to like sit and watch videos. Like just, 
you know, on my phone because I'd rather just listen to it on my ears. So I started seeing like, oh, well, podcasts would be a good adventure because I could actually lock my phone and put it in my pocket kind of thing, right? Um, if you're watching a YouTube video, you can't lock your phone. It'll stop the video. So anyway. Unless you pay. Uh, yeah, unless you pay for the YouTube bread, right? But no one does that. So anyway, um, I, I started this long drive and it really did keep me company. And I was fully interested and invested in it. Because I had a long drive, you know, podcasts are meant for people who have long drives, maybe to work or they do some type of driving job. And, you know, you were working at Uber at one time, you know, and you were telling me you would listen to our podcast and stuff and it would, you would listen to it till completion, you know. Uh, thank you, Jonathan, because that, that only makes us sure why we're up at 7.39 in the morning doing this podcast. Because we know that you listen, uh, for those of you who are listening and watching, thank you for actually supporting us. We're not the best. That's his alarm that's, clock. That's supposed to be my work alarm. Wow. When you wake up before your alarm, you know you're <laughs> going to have a crazy day. But let's not get sidetracked. <laughs> so the thing about alarms. <laughs> well, listen, uh, thank you, seriously, for, for being an avid fan of Metal Gear. Yeah. And that's why we're celebrating 30 years is because of you guys, us as fans, you know, um, 30 years of Metal Gear, man. 30 years. 30 years. When did you first start to play Metal Gear? So I have to give this credit to my brother, Rumi. He has been on the show. Um, can't remember for the life of me which episode it had to be after we did our video cast. But I, I recall it, man. I, I do. I was in his home. And um, for those of you who don't know, Rumi is my stepbrother. So I was in his home one time and I would just watch him play this game on his PlayStation. It was Metal Gear Solid. And I remember just watching it and I was so enamored by it. I was hooked. And I was just like, I remember, I remember this is this was the moment that kind of like made it crazy, too. He had to change the disc. He was at that point. Yeah. So Metal Gear Solid for me was the first game in which it was a two disc. I'm sure there were other two disc games prior to that. Yeah, a bunch. But it was just like it changed me forever when I played this game. Sure, I was young. Um, I think I was like nine or something like that, maybe even younger. But. I played this game, this entire thing. This, this this whole thing was new to me. Sneaking around, um, being in a cardboard box, having to find this was this was like my first game outside of uh, the Nintendo sixty four, where I was used to like Super Mario sixty four and stuff like that. And it was just man, I, I think about it now, and I play it now, and it just brings back such. Fond memories. So thanks, Rumi, for introducing that to me. Uh, he was an avid fan at the time as well. Not so much anymore. Uh, not because he doesn't like the game, but really because, you know, fatherhood changes you and uh, other adventures change you and stuff like that. But he really did pass the torch and it kind of just blew up till now. Uh, how about your first? Um, I have to take it back to a very, very young age. I think, I mean, I've told the story before. But uh, there's two instances, right, where I played Metal Gear. It was the Metal Gear, the one that we're celebrating now, which is 30 years. I played that at a really, really young age. So um, I had to be maybe five, six, but it was really young, right? I could barely remember this. But uh, my dad, he owned our, one of his uh, brothers, my uncle, he owned a video store back where I used to live. And we used to rent a, a bunch of movies and stuff. And they started getting into games. And so we had like uh, one of the systems there. And it was, lo and behold, the uh, uh, Nintendo, the original Nintendo. And so I didn't own it. It was just my dad's. You know, he had it, my stepdad. He just had it there. And he put it on. And I remember just like playing it for a while. And I was completely bored. I was like, wow, this game is so bad. I do not want to play this. Um, and that's just being truthful. You know, I, I, I just didn't want to play. I wanted to see more flashy things. I wanted to see Sonic and this and whatever, all that, all those things, you know. 
or Mario. Um, and I just, I, I didn't like it at all. The reason I remember it was Metal Gear uh, is because cleaning out uh, some of the stuff when we moved, when I was like eight from that apartment, uh, I remember vividly giving that game back to him. Uh, the same game, you know, I have today, but giving that game back to him and saying, oh, no, you know, I'm never going to play this. I don't even have the system here, you know, whatever. Because at the time, Metal Gear wasn't a big thing, you know, at the time for me, it wasn't a big thing. And it still hasn't come out on PlayStation. So it was like a whatever, you know, um, it was just those two games, Metal Gear 1, Metal Gear 2. And then I think uh, uh, Metal Gear Snakes Revenge, right? So and that was it. So I was just like, ah, oh, man, you know, like you could take this back. Um, the second instance is, uh, is thanks to my buddy here next to me. I had Metal Gear Solid 2 for PlayStation 2. Do you remember the the, the cover to that <laughs> that Isaac made? <laughs> so I had a... not Isaac, a still inv invite. I invite is open. That's right. I did actually tell him. I did, did tell did him. You tell, did, he, did he hear this, it? Here we go. Sidetrack. 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 Side 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 um, I did tell him. Okay. So I, I was actually supposed to see him this Friday at a men's barbecue that he invited me to, but it got canceled because of the rain. So couldn't happen. It's okay. Did he hear the show? He did not hear the show, but I told him, go if you don't want to hear the whole thing, just go to this time code. Go to this time code. He hasn't heard it yet, or at least I don't think so. Because he's but so busy. I told him that we mentioned him <laughs> and please come to the show. So you can come in and mention some good memories that we have with Metal Gear. Because I do have memories with him and... He has a lot of cool stories with Metal Gear, especially Twin Snakes and all these things. Anyway, I had Metal Gear Solid 2. And at the time, I, I got it uh, from my friend Jeremy. You remember Jeremy? I do. So one of my friends, Jeremy, who I knew for such a long time, who's actually my first friend when I came in to, when I moved from the place that I talked about where I had Metal Gear 1, I moved and, I, and he was my first friend, Jeremy. Um, the, PlayStation, the PlayStation 2 just came out. I didn't have a PlayStation 2, but he gave me this game. He was just like, here, you know, I'm probably not going to play it, right? Um, I had a GameCube. Everyone knows the, the story about how I got the GameCube, my stepdad, Nintendo, <laughs> everything, right? So eventually, uh, I bought a, um, a, uh, the like game discs for it, for GameCube, and I loved it, right? Okay, we were in middle school, right? And so I was completely and utterly upset that I had a Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> I wanted a PlayStation 2. At the time, you know, for some of you young listeners, PlayStation 2 was the thing to have. It was the best system. It's, it, I, I think it's still the best system of all time, in my opinion. You know, a lot of people probably don't agree. But in my opinion, I think it's the best system that ever came out, right? It was purely games. So I was just like, man, I'm saving up money, right? I was in middle school. I didn't have anything, but I was saving up money because, you know, I was like just doing side jobs or whatever, like helping my super who was downstairs, like take out trash and he would give me like 20 bucks, whatever. So I remember back then, you know, looking at the calendar, like, okay, I know I'm going to make 20 here, 20 here. And I don't know if you remember doing this, but like calculating, all right, in 124 days, I can get a PlayStation 2. <laughs> anyway, um, we were in art class, seventh grade, and Isaac just finished doing the cover for my Metal Gear Solid 2 um, Sons of Liberty. He drew it out. He's a very good artist. He drew it out. He drew a snake's face uh, with a bandana. It was not that not It was that, horrible. It wasn't that great. Do you still have a, that around? I do. Yes, I We're do. We're going to put that up at UCB yeah, Podcast. Yeah, we will. We will put it up. We will. I still have that to we this have day. To, come on. You still take a picture, that. email it. I will. We'll I will. I got to find it. It's at my mom's house, but oh I'll, my I'll goodness. find it. So, um, we, so we have it. Ironically enough, we have Metal Gear Solid 2 right here. The original though, not the one that uh, he the made. The one you're talking about is the original. This is Substance. Yes, that's right. Substance. Yeah. The one I had is, was Sons of Liberty. So I was like, okay, well guys, you know, I was talking to my crew, which is Arnaldo, Elvis, who's been at the show, Milky, Mel, sorry, who's been at the oh show. Goodness. I keep doing that. He's going to kill you. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't listen. He doesn't so listen. Doesn't listen. Isaac and Ashan. So we were all in class and we were talking about, hey, you know, I'm going to save up for the PlayStation 2. I'm going to get it. I'm going to, you know, finally have a PlayStation 2. You know, I felt so left out. I didn't have one. And so Arnaldo goes, nah, you shouldn't get the PlayStation 2. And I'm like, I completely ignored him like everyone does, uh, even to this day. Um, so, Thanks. you know, everyone's like, yeah, no, you could get this game for PlayStation 2. You could get this, this. I don't know how you convinced me throughout this art class, which is one period. It's only 45 <laughs> minutes. How in God's green earth did you convince me to not 
save up for PlayStation 2 and get Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. I, I was like, you must be out of your mind if I'm doing that. Because I hated having the GameCube. And it, it, so he said, listen, man, you have a GameCube already. A new game is about to come out right now called Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. You have to play the first one. I said, I played a little bit of the second one. It was okay. I was playing as Snake and stuff and it was cool. But then like I stopped playing it. And he's like, don't even touch that game. Play part one. This is a remake of part one. You're going to love it. And I'm like, ah, oh, man. And I did it. I had 50 bucks to my name at the time. <laughs> and I convinced the guy in Game Depot uh, in the Bronx on Kingsbridge Road to not... Uh, um, give you tax? Give you tax, exactly. Charge, uh, you tax. charge me tax. I was trying to find the word charge. Which was probably like 5401 at the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, it was like 54, 53 something. The guy was cool. He was kind of a jerk though. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but I used to bring him like games like a plethora of games. They were like, oh, $10. I'm like, all right, come on, man. Anyway, so this was trading games, you know? Uh, so I brought Twin Snakes and I absolutely loved it. I, I was, it was, it was the first time I've ever seen movies in a video game. It was, uh, I just completely fell in love with it. And, and I knew from that moment on that this was going to be my not only hobby but pretty much a lifestyle you know a lifestyle of like hey i'm a gamer you know this is who i am and i can say that very proudly because i am still the only one out of all of you guys who continue playing games you know i think that i, I take pride in that because i always said no i'm gonna continue playing games and we're all like yeah we're all gonna play games till we're like 40 or whatever man and i talk to you guys man it makes me sad <laughs> That you guys all have lives now. You know, we all do too. But, you know, and what's cool is that my wife encourages me to play. So that's, that's pretty cool. I like that. But Metal Gear was the game that, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes was the game that got me into video gaming. It was the first game I've ever beaten, to be honest. It was the first game <coughs> I've ever beaten. I've never beaten a game at, that, at the time. And I was like, wow, I actually beat a game? This is crazy. I was like, what, 11 or something, you know? And I'm like, I actually beat this game. Wow. You know? And it, I was just in love with it. Celebrating 30 years of it. Obviously, I'm not 30 years old, but celebrating 30 years of it and the way that Metal Gear was, I obviously, you know, I played the first two and I, and I, was, I saw what he was trying to do, what Hideo, Hideo Kojima was trying to do all those years ago, 30 years ago what he was trying to do with those games. He was trying to revolutionize something that was, yeah, the format was there with like, you know, um, what's this, Legend of Zelda. It looked the same, you know, with like top-down view or whatever, but he revolutionized what it is to have a tactical espionage action game, a stealth game. Like, at that time, there was no such thing, you know? There, <clears throat> maybe there were copies or whatever, but there were really no such things. And, he really revolutionized something and made it better. A lot of people that I listen to in the, in the industry think Metal Gear Solid, the first game, introducing them into gaming. Greg Miller, who you know I listen to a lot from Kind of Funny Games, formerly at IGN, he talks about how he was falling out of games. He's a little bit older, and I think he was going into high school or college or something, and he said that you know at the time, playing Metal Gear Solid... Uh, he, he was really falling out of games and he was really like, ah, you know, games like Final Fantasy is cool and all, but I'm going to stick to just, I'm going to stick to journalism or whatever. And he played Metal Gear Solid. And I mean, look at him now, you know, video game is pretty much his lifestyle and what he makes a living on. So yeah, I mean, we have a Metal Gear Solid podcast, you know, obviously you can tell how much of an influence it's been in our lives, obviously. And yeah, it's, it's been such a great, such great memories just playing that game. I remember just sitting down uh, in front of my TV, like super close to the TV and just being enamored with the physics and the graphics, of course, you know. Uh, yeah, it was a luxury that we didn't deserve at the time just because it was way ahead of its time. Uh, and even to this day, it's, it's, it does these things where it still surprises me. Uh, I, I don't really have much of the ventures. Like, I don't have a PlayStation 2 anymore. I still have my GameCube, but I can't play them again. And it's so hard to even find a remake 
right now of Twin Snakes, like to play right now, like somewhere because I, I you know, Silicon Valley went under. So, you know, like that, that, so the rights to that is, is, is gone, but yeah, you know, what a, what a fantastic moment. Thank you, man, for telling me, convincing me to get, don't know how Twin Snakes. I have no idea how, but thank you for convincing me into getting Twin Snakes. Cause man, what a, what a great decision that was. Let me tell you. Great decision. <laughs> eventually, I got a PS2. Huh? Eventually. Eventually, I got a PS2. eventually. Yeah. And then you played part two and you enjoyed it even more. Uh, I did. It, that moment created for us such a bond and a rivalry because we would constantly challenge each other to do better, to yeah. uh, get more time. To know more knowledge, there, there would be there was a lot of squabble between you and I because of the game, also you know where we were constantly just asking each other questions and trying to trip uh, each other up. Uh, yeah. Isaac tried to trip me up various times, and the uh, feud, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, it was crazy. He was like, "I I know something that you don't know about Metal Gear." Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember that happening a lot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he would be so upset when I would prove him otherwise. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, true. Would you say that I, that I've ever surprised you in in something back in the day? Because it was hard to do that. Because I think you had a sense of pride that one, yes, you introduced me to Metal Gear officially, right? Because I don't count when I was a kid. But a sense of pride of like, you know, I have to know everything of Metal Gear. I think you played the game so much, you know, especially part three, where it was just like, I know everything about this game. So I'm, I, I have to know what it is to uh, do this, do that. So he can't surprise me with anything. What did you say that I ever did? You know, I'm trying to recall, and I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. I can't recall any instances, but I'm, yeah, I know that, I know that you did. I know that, um, you know, cause you were really adamant about playing it. You're like, I've got to know more. Yeah. So yeah. the hunger that you had for uh, the the vigor and everything was just like, man. And, and because look, look where it brought you today. Look where it brought us here. We're we're doing a podcast about a video game that joined us together in middle school. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid. You know. And that's crazy. Here we are, forty episodes in, thirtieth anniversary of Metal Gear. Yeah. And we're here just talking about our memories. I remember the first time I got a PS2, I got Metal, Metal Gear Solid 2 was my first game for Metal for a PS2. That's right. And Metal Gear Solid 4 was your first game for PS3. <laughs> I got the game prior. Before. <laughs> we both did. We both did. You got Metal Gear Solid 4 before I did. But we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to we'll that. Get we'll get it. That. We'll get we'll it. We'll, we'll like, let's go in order. I don't know why I'm doing this. Who knows? Um, <laughs> it just started and it felt right. So I guess we'll go on to Metal Gear Solid 3, right? Well, we, we didn't even talk Metal Gear 2 yet. 2, Metal gonna, Gear 2, gonna, Metal Gear 2. It was funny because uh, um, Rumi, Rumi was actually, when he played Metal Gear Solid 2 with me, I, I started the game and, and stuff like that. And uh, he would also play. But it was funny, when it first got to Raiden, like when it first introduced him, and and uh, Rumi started to play as him. He saw the white hair in the back of the helmet. Yeah. And he thought, now prepare yourself for this. He thought that was Ocelot. He was like, yo, it's Ocelot. Like this before he <laughs> took off the helmet. Yeah, yeah. He was like, yo, you get to play as Ocelot. I was like, wait. <laughs> what? He's like, Ocelot can't do those flips. He's an old man. He's yeah. just, you know. Um, and, and part two, man, I remember it. It was... It was crazy because I was so into the comic that came in, in the in the booklet. Yeah. Uh, and it just really changed things for me, man. I remember getting that PS2 that night and turning it on and, and trying it out. I was so excited. What year did you get PlayStation 2? Don't remember what year. As you know, my memory is a little hazy because of yeah. my incident. Um, but I digress. Uh, but I know I got it when... During maybe during Christmas time of mm. its uh, release, yeah, of PS2's release. So I'm really grateful for my parents for for getting that for me. They're not listeners of the show because they're of Hispanics, and uh, they're they're not very tech savvy. But thanks, mom and dad. I really love the fact that you guys uh, spoiled me such. Um, and so you've you spoke about your part two experience. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, man, part three. Now, we have a funny story about part three, don't we? Yeah, we do. When it first came out. So I will allow you. Actually, can I? Well, yeah. Well, let's start with that. So so I was saying that Heido and I have, you know, some rivalry. And part th- Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater was coming out. And we both knew. At the time, I was working at this game store. Game Power. Game Power. Um, Good times. Yeah. And so, and so Heido and I were going to race to get the game. And we made this, this whole big thing about it. November 17th. So as, 11th <laughs> as soon as we get out of the school, we are running. Literally running. We're running to, to, to the game store. And Heidel, in an attempt to beat me there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jumps on the bus. I do. That three bus <laughs> in the Bronx. Good times. And Good times. somehow, some way, <laughs> <laughs> I managed to get there. Wait, uh, a little bit before me, yeah. Right before me. Well, like maybe two minutes before me. Yeah. Because you had enough time to do what you're about to say. <laughs> so when I got in, I take all the Metal Gear games. He works for this place, let me tell you. So I, he went behind a counter. <laughs> I took all the Metal Gear games, Metal Gear Solid 3. I put them under the desk. And I just took one. And when Heidel came in, you know, breathing heavily, <laughs> I look at him and I have the, the I, I'll do it with this just to show it. Watch our YouTube videos. I'm, uh, well, they have to if they're, you're right. <laughs> so I go like this. I go, I got the last one. Literally in no hesitation, I literally walk out that door. <laughs> you ran. You and I walk. Ra- oh, yeah. You ran out of that. You're I like, ran. come on. And yeah. you just run out. And I'll let you tell that part. And I literally run, run. Now, Fordham Road is probably like, I don't know, <laughs> a couple of. Uh, blocks away, you know, long blocks. Let me tell you. For I went to this place called Fordham Game World, which is on Fordham, um, and it's probably like fifteen minutes walking. Probably made it there in like eleven minutes or something. I can't remember, but I ran so fast to this place because I legit thought that wow, I spent my whole day in school. All these adults got the game. <laughs> And I was so frustrated. I was like, man, all I wanted to do is play this game. That's all I wanted to do. It's like I've been watching the magazine. I've been seeing the magazines, the videos that have been coming out on IGN. And I've been so like, it's, I was, the anticipation was, the anticipation was just really, really high. And so I went to Fordham Game World and I was exhausted. I was like breathing heavy. And the, the guy that was there, he was like, hey man, you okay? I was like, yeah, I went to the store and they just ran out. I, I need so he's like, well, we got a lot here. Just here, you know? <laughs> just relax. Paid my $53, $54, whatever. Because back then games were 50 bucks. Uh, and then with tax, you know. And so I I got it and I ran back to the store, right? Ran back. <laughs> not as fast this time. Let me tell you. Not as fast. I took my time. <laughs> I stopped at red lights. Well, t- yeah. um, stopped at red lights. Sorry, at uh, the red hand. The intersection. No, yeah. at the time, was it the red hand? Or was it? Walk or don't walk. Doesn't Can't matter. remember. Anyway, so uh, I went back and yeah, I was like, yeah, I got it. And then you literally, literally wait. You purposely wait till I come back because you <laughs> knew I was coming back. You knew I was coming back. And I, you took the games and you went and put it right on the desk. There were about maybe 20 or something games in there. There were a lot of games. And I said to myself like, this is the last time I will listen to you. The last time. And you just started that, that laugh that you have. And, uh, and soon after that, a guy, your friend, walks into the store. Do you remember this? Go on. A guy, a guy walks into the store. All I wanted to do was play this game. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know how Arnaldo convinced me. <laughs> Again, you said, this is the last time. This is the last time. I have no idea how you convinced me. But this guy, illegally wanted to copy the game into uh, 
His Xbox. His Xbox. Yes. Totally. We do not condone this. We don't condone this at all. We were kids and we were stupid. Yeah. We're, we're still know. pretty stupid. Anyway. So you tell me, hey, you know, like, let him do it. He does it all the time, whatever. And if he messes up your game, like, that's what I was worried about. I was worried about my game being messed up or scratched. I have this reputation where, like, I take care of games and, like, I clean them and I have them stacked and neatly, like, ordered, whatever. You know, I'm very meticulous with that stuff. And I told him, I was like, if this game messes up, it's on you. And then the guy said, no, no, it's on me. I will pay for another game. I don't know how you convinced me, but we went to this stranger's house. We walked down the block. He's like, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. We went to the stranger's house. He copied the game. And I don't know how he did it, but he did it. And he played the game on Xbox. It worked fine, whatever. Now, the embarrassing part. And I told this story before. I was walking with Elvis because Elvis was with us, with us. And so Elvis would go with me home because he lives not too far from where I live. Lived. Lived. Uh, my mom's house, right? And so we're walking and I really have to use the bathroom since the morning of middle school. But I forgot that I had to use the bathroom because all I could think about was Metal Gear Solid 3 coming out, right? But something else was coming out. <laughs> and so I was running. It was on back order, huh? It was really on back order. And so I was, man, I was like kind of not running, but like kind of like wobbling, wobbling, you know, a little bit like a penguin. And I was telling Evis, man, I'm sorry, bro, but like I can't focus because I really need to use the bathroom. And so I get about two feet away from my, uh, the front door of our apartment complex. And I just go, man. I had no choice <laughs> but to go. And dude, it was the messiest. <laughs> it was the messiest thing oh, on no. earth. Uh, it was really bad, man. It was really bad. It took me a whole two hours and a half to play Metal Gear Solid 3 finally. Why? Because my mom said I couldn't play till I had to, to fi- until I finished my homework. <laughs> oh, no. So I had to. It was just go- a bad day. For it was you. a bad day, man. It was raining too. Like, and so <laughs> I, I just remember taking a shower because, you know, what happened and stuff. And I was in the toilet for a long time. And so I just had. All this crap all over me, <laughs> literally. literally. And so I, I had to take a shower, everything. It was just bad. And then I, I was ready to play. And she's like, did you finish your homework? And then uh, I don't know why she sounded like that. She didn't. And I said, you know, no, I just got to play something real quick. And she's like, uh-huh, play something. We'll see about that. Better finish your homework now. So I had to finish my homework. And then I did it. And I finally played. And then the worst part about that, the worst part is that I go back the next day to school and I'm like, yeah, man, I got up to this part. It was so good, but I had to go to sleep. He's like, oh yeah, I beat it. Arnaldo beat the game because he was playing at the game store right when I left. (laughs) Took his memory card and played it at home and finished it. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. I think, oh, you know what it was? You didn't go to school the next day. And I saw you the next day after that. Because I remember beating it in four days. And you didn't go to school that day. And I was really upset. Because I knew what you were doing. (laughs) (laughs) I knew what you were doing. And I saw you the next day after that. The third day. And you were like, I beat the game. And uh, That's great. Yeah. Good times, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Good times. I I forgot to say that uh, Metal Gear Twin Snakes was actually the reason I got my job at Game Power. Really? How? Well, when Twin Snakes was coming out, I really wanted it. And uh, Junior, who was working there at the time, saw how much I wanted it and said, "Um, you work for me and I'll pay you money. I I mean, I'm sorry. You work for me and I will get you the game. Mm. And so I started working there, doing little odd jobs, cleaning windows, sweeping, whatever the case may be. And when he bought me, he bought me the game and that's how I got Twin Snakes. That's awesome. But. But yeah, man, it was just, it, it was awesome. Then we got part four. Yeah, that you was. You got part four. Yeah, right? yeah. Yep, I got part four. Um, it, it took me a while to get it, but I waited in line at like some local mom and pop store. Um, I got it fairly easy, but it, it was just, it took me a while just to save up for it. But I didn't have a PlayStation 3. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us did. But we missed, we missed um, subsistence. Yeah, I mean that. When we, when that game came out. 
Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was another squabble between you and me. Yeah, maybe we'll online. tell it on another day since uh, we've got some time constraints. Yeah, uh, Arnaldo has to get to work. Yep, I got to get to work in a couple of minutes. Don't want to be late. Um, but of course, part four, Heidel. I bought a PS3 specifically for part four. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, a that's like buyer. what changed. It was there was Xbox 360, PlayStation, Metal Gear Solid 4 was coming out for PlayStation. I'm like, I'm getting a PlayStation. That's it. That's it was it. just, yep. there was no question. But before we got it, we couldn't afford it. So Heidel had this friend, because he's not my friend, Brian <laughs> Perez. He's your friend too. Shut up. And, and he had a PS3 and we were like, you played the game and you're like, yo, Brian has a PS3. We're going to play at his house. So unfortunately enough, his, uh, his mom passed away like uh, a few months before that. I'm sorry, a month before that, probably to the date. And so I've been meaning to hang out with him just to spend time with him, you know. Um, and so we hung out that whole week and I got the game, right? And he didn't have it, you know, but he had a PlayStation 3. And I said, hey, man, I got the game. You know how much I love Metal Gear. Can I play it at your house? And he said, yeah, man, sleep over. It was the first time I slept over over there at the house. And we were just talking at first or whatever. I couldn't wait to play the game, by the way. And so I honestly didn't think we were going to play like all night. I honestly didn't think we were. Um, and I mostly played because he wasn't like really into the game. He was just like, oh, maybe you should go here or whatever and stuff, you know. But, you know, we... it. The reason I remember this so much is because one, you know, we were talking about his mom and everything and all the good memories about her. And like, we just bonded so much with the game, you know, like um, seeing the connection between old snake going through these things and everything. But it was just such a great time between him and I, where we got to play the game and we finished it that morning. You know, his dad was super upset, which is an old joke that I still say to this day. To yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when I was there also, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh-huh. um, and so, you know, we'll, we'll get to that. But it, it just, it was such a great time. But literally the next day. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I. Is when you came. <laughs> and so I told you, yo, dude, I beat it. It's amazing. I don't want to tell you anything about it. You know, and for me, it wasn't, a sense of pride, like, ah, I beat it first in you because we've been through all of that already through Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3, and subsistence. For me, it was more like, I really want you to experience this amazing, phenomenal game. And I wanted to be there. So mm-hmm. I, I told you, you know, I asked obviously Brian first and his dad, and they said yes, whatever, and stuff. And so <laughs> you came the, literally the next day and you beat it too. Yeah. That yeah, was, yeah. that and, was, and such- you held, you held something. Uh, you wanted to see my reaction was when Big Boss came at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah. I wish I had a phone to record it, but you we both- barely you barely have reactions to things. You just had your smirk. You went, hmm. and I was like, really? I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian fell asleep. He, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't asleep. even it was care. Just it, us was too. Just, it was us too. It was, it was just our house. Asleep. Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, man. Metal Gear has had a, a great and impacting part of our lives. Yeah, uh, and we want to continue, um, just playing it, man. We 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 want to talk about our other experiences during the portables, the acid. We can make a part two about this uh, absolutely for next yeah. week. Let's do a part two. But for now, I will say this: time is running. Yeah, uh, gotta get to work, man. Yeah, I do. We we don't have time for the trivia. No, we don't. Any any last thoughts, man? Before um, we go, thank you, Metal Gear and Hiro Kojima for these past thirty years, or whatever years, you know, the years that I've been playing Metal Gear and us. Uh, and thank you to the fans, too. Uh, I think this game would ha- would not have grown the way it has without the fans. We won't grow without the fans. That's right. Well, I guess with that being said, please excuse us. It is that time. It is. Jairo Martinez, Ronaldo Castillo, and I'm going to work. Thank you for listening and watching our podcast. Remember, our podcast comes out every Tuesday. Just search for Under the Cardboard Box on any podcast service. Consider supporting us on patreon.com slash ucbpodcast to make this mother base grow. Supporting us unlocks our video and audio content before anyone else. If you have no money, no problem. We still deliver the episode free every Tuesday on audio and on Fridays on youtube.com slash under the cardboard box. Come join us for our weekly Twitch stream happening every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash under the cardboard box, all one word. 
Want your questions, comments, or concerns answered? It can be featured in the next Codec Conversation. Email us at underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. Also, like our Facebook page and join our community group. Lastly, stay in touch by following us on Twitter at UCB Podcast for even more Under the Cardboard Box and Metagur Solid updates. And that's our show.